the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. It all starts with the vision or you want to call it a strategy or whatever you want to call it. I think that that's the most important thing. I think either vision, strategy, whatever you want to call it, you have to start with that. Without that, you're pointlessly doing things. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. We're back on the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? Good, Tyson. I'm excited about today's show. It's good to get back and recording. Even though I got these guys across the street cutting up some men again, they're making me mad. But hopefully the sound won't be too distorted and everyone will be able to enjoy the show. Yeah, and so I do want to say about the sound, we're using a new conference line to record. And so if people have issues with it, let us know. If it's better, let us know. We want to get some feedback from you to make sure we're using the right recording equipment. So I want to make sure people give us some feedback. Go to the Facebook page and and give us some feedback on on the sound quality because that way we can improve every single week. And uh, Jimmy, your world's a little bit in flux these days. I know we're not going to talk about it completely today, but you've got some issues going on, right? Well, yeah, President Trump has issued an executive order that affects a great percentage of my clients. And so we're sort of exploring the possibilities. It's been sort of a whirlwind weekend. I did a little YouTube video about it or a Facebook live group video about it. And um, it's already got about 1600 views just from yesterday. I was sitting on my back porch and I'm barbecuing and I thought I would make a little video outlining what had happened and really gone, taken off. It's been shared about 20 times and it's really gotten a lot of views. And so you never know what's going to strike a chord with people. And that's sort of one of the things we say with content all the time is you're usually going to guess wrong when you think that something's going to be a big, a much passed around and viewed or listened to audio. And so I think that you just never know. And so that's why you got to just keep creating content. I think the scariest part of all of it is the fact that you're in the backyard barbecuing. I'm not sure that when to eat anything you uh, barbecued. So that's probably the scariest part of it all. That was really funny because Amani had seasoned these chicken legs for the week. And she said, okay, well, you barbecue this today and we'll have it for dinner like on Tuesday. And she wasn't home when they were finished. And the boys and Nor and I, I think there were 24 that we had and we had about six left. <laughs> and when she came home, she was not happy. I bet not. Jeez. <laughs> I got some growing boys. So it was pretty funny. Yeah, this week we're really excited about what we're going to do on the show. So we had a new member join the Facebook group this week. And if you 
if you're not a member of our Maximum Lawyer Facebook group, it's really becoming quite the place to kick around ideas and people are starting to post and contribute and we're really excited about that. And we got a new member, his name's Will Norman and a friend had referred him the show, the podcast, and I'm going to read sort of through the chain to get you up to speed, Tyson, because I know you were out of town this weekend and then we can talk about sort of the issues that Will raised, okay? Sounds good. All right, so our new member, his name is Will Norman, and he says he's from Cleveland, Ohio, and he's in a two-man firm. He and his partner have been practicing for about five years. Um, they were Army buddies. Uh, Will practices on criminal defense, and his partner does the transactional work, PI, and business litigation. And he said that he had uh, listened to our podcast. He's listened to about 10 episodes of it, and that he also had read John Fisher's book, The Power of a System, online. So he's getting his mind right. He's, he's learning, and he said that Listening to you guys and reading John's book is really refreshing. It's like it's starting to click that I need to work on building a law firm as much, if not more, than actually doing law. And so I thought I'd pause there, get your thoughts on that, and then we can just sort of work our way through the posts and the chain on Facebook. Yeah, and it sounds like he's getting it. And I think that's it's important at some point we have to realize that this is a business. And I know he sounds like he's four and a half years in, but... It, it's better late than never, I guess, is the, the way to, to put it. You definitely always have to focus on on running a practice as a business. You got to make money. Otherwise, I mean, you have no clients to take care of. So that's a big part of it. It sounds like, and I know we're going to go maybe get to this in a little bit because I know he had some other comments that you were talking about. He may have some other planning issues that I want to talk about at some point, but it does seem like he's got the bedrock because he talks about building a law firm. I think you said he used the words building a law firm. So Sounds like he has the bones there. Yeah, we talked a little bit after that about the E-Myth, and he's read the E-Myth Revisited. He said he read it two two years ago, and he read the E-Myth for lawyers, and he said it completely changed his thinking about his business. But then he said, I struggled tactically how to get from point A to point B and got stuck back just grinding and chasing. Boy, that should be the name of the episode, Grinding and Chasing. Yeah, no kidding. And I think that that actually, that part of it is an easy, there's an easy solution to that. Whether you use the 12-week year or some other method, it's very easy to use. And I think what you have to do is, I think if you break it down and you have, you have to start with the vision though, and it sounds like he may have a vision, which is good. In the first comment, he talks about building the law firm and everything else. So they, they need to make sure they do have a solid vision for the firm. And then, and I recommend the 12 weeks, but you can do whatever you want. Definitely don't do a year do much shorter than that, but you break it down and, and how it works is you take 12 weeks and then what are your goals for those 12 weeks? I wouldn't do more than three. Uh, one or two is much better. And what you do is you break down what you need to achieve those goals to achieve your vision. And it is very, and if, if he hasn't done so, or if you haven't done so, or if the listeners haven't done so, go to the 12 week years website and there's a study guide you can use that actually really breaks it down for you, makes it really easy to do. It's dummy proof. You just answer the questions and it'll actually fill it out, fill it in. But it really is about breaking things down piece by piece. So once you do, you, you got, I know, you, Jimmy, you've got your vision. I've got my vision. But once you have your vision in place, it's really important. That's the most important part of it because then you sell your goals for each 12 weeks is to get you to that vision, which is really, really big part of this. And then just back it out from there. You say, okay, in these next 12 weeks, what are the things I absolutely have to do to accomplish this goal? So that you write those down. And then each week, you list the things you need to do to achieve those tasks, to then achieve that goal, to then uh, get to your vision. It's very, very simple, really. 
it's just about sitting down and doing the planning process. I think it's so great because you and Will are both former Army guys, and I thank you both for your service. And I think that it's interesting that you, Tyson, especially, are always on tactics. And I think that's really, really good. And and I oftentimes find myself drawn to the mindset stuff. But I think you're right. Once you get your mindset right, and once you understand, you know, where you're headed and what you're looking for, and sort of you you view things in a different light, then, then you can find the tactics that get you from point A to point B. And I think I think that's a good point. Well, yeah, and tactics are really important. But the the thing is, though, you can't do the tactics without the the long term vision. You got to have the strategy in place. Without the strategy, there is the the tactics, or you're just blindly doing things, and that's that's not how you should be doing them. So it, it all starts with the vision, or you want to call it a strategy, or whatever you want to call it. I think that that's the most important thing. I think either vision, strategy, whatever you want to call it, you have to start with that. Without that, you're pointlessly doing things. I love that phrase, grinding and chasing, that Will uses because it's such a a seductive, alluring thing that, you know, we always find ourselves just diving in, especially when things are hectic like they are for me right now, where you just want to dive in and do the work. And it's hard to step back and find that space that you need to think on a higher level and, and to be working on instead of in the business. It really is easy to get trapped into that, especially if you get into your email earlier in the day. Um, if you if you start taking those unscheduled phone calls, it's so easy to get trapped. I mean, and that's why you really have to set aside time to do things, and you really have to plan your week out. And I didn't before; I didn't believe in that. I just I used to do just the the top five for the day and the week, and that would get me through. And I didn't do the unscheduled, or I did the um, no unscheduled phone calls. That was a big part of it, and, but until I actually started blocking out time for my week, that's whenever I started to see the rapid growth. And that's where I saw that I could actually get so much more done in a week when you do block your time. But I mean, it's it's easy to let someone else's emergencies become your emergencies. And you have to sort of step back and just say, you know what, this isn't my emergency. I can help, but at the right time. And so I, I think you've got to have more respect for your own time. And so I think then the big question that Will gets to in the post, and I think the thing that I wanted to talk about on the show today is, you know, well, how do you get started? Let's say that the scales have been lifted from your eyes. You've realized for the first time that you, or maybe the second time, that you have been sort of running around like a chicken with your head cut off and you understand the importance of the things that we're saying and the things that John Fisher talks about and the things that Michael Gerber wrote about in Emith. And let's say that you're now at that stage. Try to remember. I mean, lucky for you, you caught it sort of early on. I'm not as bright as you, and so it took me a little bit longer. But I think that when you have that realization to then make the leap and how to like, I really view it as, you know, using your elbows to to claim your space. How do you recommend that Will and his other lawyer friends that are like him, our listeners and and even us in general, how do you go from, from where you are to where you want to be with that particular issue in mind? I think what it is is that we we recognize that we need to do certain things and we just don't do them sometimes. And it's easy for all of us to do. I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it. And I'm really glad that we have recorded that you said that I'm smarter than you. So I, I want to make sure I cut that part out later on and, and use it against you. But I, I think that we really have to realize that we need to start doing things. And we just need to make the time for it. We make time for the things that are important to us. And if you find yourself constantly picking up the phone call and returning phone calls, returning emails, you're not getting anything done at the end of the day. If you, at the end of the day, are looking at your desk and say, dang it, I didn't get anything done. 
it happens for three, four, five days in a row or eight weeks in a row or whatever it is, there's an issue. It's because you're not setting the time aside. You're not allotting yourself time to do certain things. That's why Brian Moran, he recommends you give yourself a three-hour strategy block each week. And it sounds like a really long time, and it is, but it's uninterrupted, completely uninterrupted. No phone calls, no text messages, no emails, nothing. I, for example, I lock my door. I put a sign on the door and everyone knows to leave me alone. My assistant Kelsey knows to play defense. If anyone tries to come and knock on my door, they're told to go away. It's extremely important to me and it should be important to you. And that planning is the bedrock for the week. I mean, everything that you will do for that week is is determined in that planning session. So it's extremely, extremely important. Extremely important. You just have to do it. I, th- I think that that's the more, most important thing. Is what does Chet Holmes call it? Dog, dog-headed. What is it? What, what about being determined? Pig-headed, pig-headed discipline and determination. Absolutely. So that's what you have to have. You absolutely have to have that, and you just got to do it. And no matter what, you got to put the rules in place, and you got to follow them. Well, Tyson. I may have said that you're smarter than me, and that was sort of a humble brag. And you know, I wanted you to say, "Oh no, clearly you're smarter than me." But I think I think you've missed the mark, and and I think that you're jumping too far ahead, and you're not remembering what it was like to be where Will is. And when I say that, what I mean is that I think we got to talk basically. So right now, his life and a lot of our listeners' lives are probably just running from court appearance to court appearance, new client intake to new client intake, phone calls, letters, emails, that whole thing. And I think tactically that to get from that point, you've got to start small. If you try to block out three hours or a day or big, big chunks, I think that's too much of a leap for most people. I think that we need to talk about just maybe even just an hour a day for now, you know, or an hour every other day until we can really don't, don't you think that you sort of have to ease into it? And I, I mean, I, I absolutely think that one, you have to ease into it. Two, I think you you need to, like you said, defend that hour that you take for yourself or the two hours you need to defend it. Like nothing can be more important than that. It has to be number one priority. And the, the other thing, I don't know, Will, what you your situation is for you and your partner, but you have to have gatekeepers that can give you that space and protect you from the phone and protect you from emails and protect you from having to fill your calendar. If I spent all my time going back and forth with people setting appointments, I'd have no time to do anything else. On this episode, I'd encourage you, Tyson, and me too, to just sort of think small and like incremental steps. Yeah. Okay. So I, I sort of get what you're saying. I'm not a big fan of easing into things because I think it allows you to weasel your way out of them. But I, I, I take your point. Points taken. But um, if if we're gonna if I'm gonna give him some advice on on really easing into it, I guess is the the phone calls. It, even if you don't set aside a, uh, any time during the week for any planning, you can start with just not taking unscheduled phone calls. That alone is very, very hard to get used to, especially if you're one of those people that picks up the phone every time a client calls. I mean, that, and that's how I was before. And it was, it was very easy for me to get caught up in the day-to-day activities, phone calls, whatever it was. It was very, very easy for me to do that, to get caught up in that. But if he can start off, if him and his partner can just stop by, start by just returning phone calls at allotted times, you can start with two times during the day instead of one time like I do, between 11 and 12 and 4 and 5. That's when you turn, return your phone calls. That would be a great start because now what you've done is you've created two blocks of time instead of having the entire eight hours of the day to refer, to return and answer phone calls. 
if you do just 11 to 12 and four to five, now you have two hours and maybe during that time, you're also checking emails. So you've minimized your task changing. You've, you've minimized all that effort you're spending throughout the entire day answering phone calls. And so I think if you're just going to start and you're right, just from the basics, that's the, that's the number one tip I would give. Hey, um, I'm going to bring up something that I've been struggling with, and that is I, I don't really have a uniform time each week where I work on the finances of the firm, where I pay bills and stuff. It's just sort of like when I find time, I pay bills and I sort of move money around and I don't really spend that much time. Do you have a formal way of doing that, like a, a specific time each week? Or, you know, obviously, you know, we had Jill Hewlett on the show and she helps me with a lot of my bookkeeping stuff. But that's one thing that I have been struggling with. It's sort of I'm wondering if if I set aside one hour each week at the specific time, I'm going to pay bills and, and do all things financial, I think that it'd be more efficient. And it'd be like you just said with batching phone calls. I think I think batching all of the things that we do, emails and all that stuff is very helpful. This is probably one of my weakest points, but I do, I use it on Fridays is usually whenever I spend time on that. It's, it's a little easier for me with personal injury stuff, I think, in my opinion, because as the case comes in, checks come in and checks go out. And I think it's easier for me to do those. Whenever I was mostly criminal defense, it was much, much harder. So I would spend Fridays on on sort of balancing all that out. But one of the biggest things, and this may actually sound old school to some people, something that I started doing about a year ago was was scanning in the receipts, and Gino will enter them into a spreadsheet for us. Um, and so all of our receipts are now scanned in and they're saved. And so we don't have a big stock of, of receipts sitting in a box or anything. So And invoices, everything goes into a receipts folder and they're put in by month and year. That's an easy thing that you can do, but I, I think that that actually seems a little old school. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, what other advice do you have for anyone else who's sort of going through these same struggles? Planning. I mean, and I know that you're, you're saying things small, but I think if you can learn early on that planning is, is ultimately the one of the most important things that you do at running a firm and building a firm, I think it's all about planning. And I think that you have to, one, have the vision in place and then va- uh, plan your way to get there. And if I, I wish someone would have really emphasized that to me at the earliest stages because I would have been at a different stage in my career if I would have planned a lot earlier. That sounds so simple to say, but it, it really is. I'm telling you, the planning part of it, it's, honestly, it's one of the most enjoyable parts of my week, but it's also Seeing yourself get there along the way is one of the coolest things. It really is watching yourself. You've got your goals in place and then achieving those goals. It's got a huge motivating factor. I agree. And along those lines, we'll raise one other interesting question. And this is something that I, I've talked to my team a lot about and you and I have talked about. And he said, I think I would know much better how to build a firm from scratch now that I've learned a lot of this, but I already have a firm running. So how do I undo what I need to undo and put in place what I need to do? I think that's such a great question. And, you know, the way I phrase it around here and I drive everybody crazy is how do we repair or improve the boat while we're all rowing the boat? And it's a constant struggle, I think. I think that it's really hard to um, do. I think that, you know, we're sort of beating a dead horse here about talking about making the time. But I think that it has to be a priority. And if it's not a priority for you, it's not going to be a priority for anyone else. And like you said, you're just going to sort of slack off on it. That is so, it's such a good question. And it is such a, I, I bet that that's one of the biggest problems that people have that listen to this podcast is, is kind of, you're right, patching the boat as you're, as you're going. I don't think there's an easy solution to that. I think there is something important though. Everyone's got to buy in 
as things as change happens, you got to get buy-in from people, from your employees, from your partners. So he sounds like he has a partner um, because without buy-in, the fixes that you make won't last very long. I've I've gone through that before in the past where we try to make some changes and just didn't get buy-in, and so they didn't happen. So one thing that this is actually I stole an idea from you where we did we're doing the whole Chet Holmes program as a team as opposed to just me doing it myself. And I can't remember the name of it now, but we got such good buy-in. It's great. It, people are just, they're, they're a part of it. They're a part of the building process. So maybe to, to get that buy-in from people, you get their feedback from your employees and, and so that they're a part of it. They're a part of the change process. So they don't feel like you're just coming in and saying, hey, we're doing this now. And there may be some resistance to that. But he's so right, though. It's you. You feel like you're getting to a certain point, and maybe you built up bad habits or bad procedures or bad, bad whatever it is. You do have to set aside that time to fix it. Yeah, and I think that you're absolutely right about resistance. And you know, obviously, resistance is usually a good indication of where you need to be. So if you're feeling resistance personally, or if your team's giving you resistance, you know, I have one person who's been with me since we started Adele, and she sort of rolls her eyes whenever I come up with one of my new plans because follow through is not always my strongest suit. And so there's definitely going to be times where if you don't have buy-in, if you don't get everyone to agree that this is important and to see the value in it, then it's just going to be a lot of wasted energy probably. Well, and you just said something that's really important. You're not very good with the follow through, but it's important. You do have someone in your firm, probably a couple people in your firm that are good with the follow through. One of them is Amani, right? The other one's Adela. So, but you have two people that are good at the follow through. And I think that that's a good point. If you don't have those people in your life, you need to get them in your life because you obviously recognize that problem that you don't have the, the follow through. So you just got lucky with who you married, I guess, because she's definitely a, one of those people that gets the job done. All right. So I think that's a good show for today. I think we really appreciate people reaching out to us on the Facebook group. And I think that if you have questions or things you'd like us to, to cover, we'd be happy to have you on live uh, as we record the show or to do it through Facebook. This just seemed like a good opportunity for us to sort of jump right in and to address some of the issues that our listeners are, are thinking about. So you want to go ahead with your tip of the week, Tyson? Yeah, before I get to it, I do want to say I, I feel like I was a little preachy today, but there's a reason yeah, why. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel I feel I feel very strong about the whole 12 week year and the whole process. I think it's a life changing process. I've spoken about it before, so whenever I talk about it, all the credit goes to Brian Moran. But I truly believe it. I truly believe in it. I think it's a great great way of getting things done. I've seen tremendous results from it. And I want other people to get those same results. So when I talk about it, I'm more passionate about it. So uh, that's why I don't mean to be preachy. I've got my issues too. We all do. So, um, but with that, I've got my tip of the week and it is a book called Miracle Morning. And I'm going to warn people, it gets a little hokey at times. At times I felt like I was listening to an infomercial, but because I've I actually listened to it, I didn't read it. But it's really good about it. It's about getting up early in the morning and getting things done and getting your day started off on the right foot. That in that in a 10-second uh, nutshell is what it is. You are going to have to put up with some of that other stuff. It's just uh, he mentions the, that movie The Secret and things like that. And so if you're not into that, just you're going to have to wade through some of it. There's a lot of good takeaways in it. Um, it's not a very long book. It's pretty short, but it's 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 a good one. And I know you've read it before, Jimmy, but it's 
So it's good. Just make sure that you're going to have to deal with some of that other stuff. Well, you know, I'm on the foo-foo side. I, I like that stuff a little bit more than you do, but even I found that book to be a little bit too foo-foo. I think the, the overall theme of it, and when I was listening to it, I was all over that 5 a.m. start and everything. I think that there's a lot of good to be learned from it. And, you know, that's what I think should always be our approach with any book that we read or any podcast that we listen to is sort of the old AA saying of take what you like and leave the rest. And so I think that you can learn a lot from you can learn a lot from a dummy and you can learn a lot from smart people like people that write that book. Or the, the What's his name? Hal Elred, I think. Hal, yeah. He's pretty yep. good. And speaking of books, that's my hack of the week. So last night, um, my eldest son and I went to the father-son banquet at his high school and Mike Matheny, the Cardinals manager, was the speaker. And I was very interested to hear him. And I, I thought it was just going to be like a typical old jock talking about baseball analogies. But Tyson, my man, he would like our podcast, I think. He he mentioned a bunch of different books, including Start With Why and Mindset. And the last one he, he mentioned was one I had just gotten on audiobooks. And it's called Grit by Angela Duckworth. And it's about sort of what perseverance, what it takes to persevere. And what I decided to do was listen to it in the car each day when I take my son Ismail to school. Um, so we have about 20 minutes each way. And so we're going to make our way through that book. And it's about sort of the intestinal fortitude that it takes to sort of soldier through things. And she starts off by talking about West Point of all places and sort of all the studies that they've done to try to figure out who's going to make it through West Point. And it's a, it's a really good book. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And you mentioned Start With Why. That'll just be a bonus one, right? I think that uh, by Simon Sinek, Start With Why is a pretty good book. It's I, I don't I don't think there's a lot of whole lot of action items in there, but I think it's a good book to get you started thinking about your vision. I don't know about you, but the vision was sort of hard for me to start with, right? So you're I well, maybe I was just so used to be thinking tactically and not strategically. And start with why is not necessarily about that, but it's about thinking big picture about what what's your purpose, like why do you do things? And so I think that's a really good one to start with if you want to start to develop your vision. All right. Well, we certainly covered a lot of ground today. I think it was a good show and I look forward to talking to you next week. We're going to re-record an episode that we did, which caused us to switch our audio systems with our buddy Gary Berger and we'll have him on the show soon. So we look forward to talking to you next time. Sounds good. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.